was having a discussion with one of my female acquaintances and it got kind of heated and uh i'm not i'm not going to say her name but i will i will just talk about what we talked about so um in a nutshell uh she's like she's like 6 months older than me but when it comes to relationships she's had uh she's been in four relationships and all of them have been abusive and these these are her own words and so um we were kind of talking about it cuz uh she just went through another she went through a breakup uh about a month ago and so we we've been catching up and so she started talking to me and uh she said you know guys are jerks and stuff like that and so I said, uh, I'm not going to say her name, but I'm going to say, uh, listen, there's a pattern here. Now, here, now here's what I'm saying. Uh, now, let me say this. I'm not condoning physical abuse or mental abuse, sexual abuse. I'm not condoning any of that. It's all wrong. It's all evil. You need to get away from that person. Okay. It's, it's wrong. Okay. Let me, let me put that out there first. But then I said, I said, okay, when we look at these situations, we can see a pattern here. You start learning about pattern. I first started learning about patterns in preschool. You know, circle, triangle, circle, triangle, circle, triangle. What comes next? Circle. That's, you know, you learn about patterns pretty quickly. Okay. And so... I was talking to her and I said, you know, I said, well, let's just look at your history for a little bit. I said, this is now your fourth relationship. This is your fourth boyfriend that you've had. You have picked four dudes to go out with and all of them have sucked. I said, some of this falls on you. Because you're choosing to get with these guys. And she got, she was very upset. I mean, she was, she was irate. She's like, how, how could you say that? That's so mean. And she was like, you're condoning abuse. And I'm like, no, I'm not. What they're doing to you is not okay. But when we, when we go through something in life, we're supposed to learn from our past. We're supposed to learn from our mistakes. We're supposed to become wiser. As we, as we age, you can't be with four, you can't, you can't have four abusive relationships. There's something wrong with you because you, and I'm not just saying this to women, I'm saying this to guys too. If you, you, you know, if you keep finding people who cheat on you, who, you know, they're unfaithful, they don't talk to you, they're, they're abusive. Uh, they don't have anything going for them. They're not good with money, uh, or, or whatever. But if you, if you see that you, that you're constantly picking bad partners, there's something that you need to look at within yourself. There's an old saying that, that goes, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you know, shame on me. Because, when you're fooled, the first time you're fooled, it's like, okay, mm, learn from that. That was, I didn't see that coming. 
that was, you know, that's something that I need to be more cognizant of the next time. So when you go forward in the next relationship or taking the next test or whatever, that's something that you need to be cognizant about. And if you look at this and it's like, okay, well, I have now in her situation, it's like, okay, I've now dated four guys and they've all been jerks. What does that tell you? There, There's something wrong with the traits that you're looking for. There's something that you just, you can't see in guys. And, you know, let me say this. She's a pretty girl. She's a pretty girl. She's, uh, I would say she has slightly above average intelligence. And, you know, we're, we're still, we're still cool with each other. We're just, you know, she's kind of upset at me right now. But I know that, I know that we're still cool with each other. Um, cause she's not really someone who holds grudges and stuff like that. And, um, but I, I just wanted to say that because there's this story, um, that was a long intro, but that was about five minutes, but there's this girl, um, she's this dancer, uh, this is from knews.com, uh, she's an Australian dancer. Gifted dancer throws herself from 8th floor balcony to, quote, escape abusive boyfriend. May never walk again. Okay. Georgia Broderick called her father begging him to pick her up before plunging to her near death. A promising young Australian dancer jumped from an 8th floor balcony in a desperate attempt to escape her abusive boyfriend, who she learned had cheated on her, leaving her with devastating injuries. Georgia Broderick, uh, Broderick, uh, 22, broke her neck and back after she threw herself from the balcony of her apartment in Melbourne CBD on the morning of July 17th. Uh, Broderick called her father in hysterics, uh, earlier that morning, begging him to pick her up after learning that her controlling partner had cheated on her. Tragically, he didn't reach his daughter in time and she was left with horrendous and permanent injuries. In a panic, the young woman hurried, uh, hurled herself from the balcony, landing on a fence before falling into a nearby ditch. She was rushed to the Alfred Hospital in the city and put into, a, into an induced coma. The Australian dancer was so battered after jumping to her to near death to escape her abusive boyfriend that doctors gave her just a 10% chance of survival. Um... First of all, let me just say this. Okay, I'm I'm glad that she's okay. I'm glad that she's alive. Um she's you know she's she's seriously hurt. And um you know when I when I when I came across this story, um I decided to tie this in with you know with my friend. Very pretty girl. Um but when when I saw this, I said, you know, you have to look for red flags. And let me let me go down because Georgia says something that's very uh, that's pretty um, crucial. Um, speaking to the Daily Mail Australia about her ordeal, Broderick admitted that she didn't realize just how manipul- manipulative her partner was, despite her family begging her to leave him. Um, well, there it is. 
So there were red flags that she couldn't see. And, you know, there's an old saying that loving eyes can never see. Um, but here you had a situation where it's like, okay, you're with a person who, and I don't know if this was the first time, um, I don't know if this is the first time that he got, you know, where things could have gotten physical. Um, but it's, you know, it's interesting. If I tried to leave him, he would sit at the front door and wouldn't let me out of the apartment. So let me say this. This is, uh, part of this has to do with her stupidity because she's talking about how this had happened. This, this had happened multiple times. She said, if I tried to leave him, he would sit at the front door and wouldn't let me out of the apartment. The Australian dancer said, recalling the constant emotional manipulation from her abusive boyfriend. So this was a cycle. This this was cyclical. This was something where this happened more than one time. And she went back multiple times. That's where you look at and say, okay, you know what? And let me say this. Let me Let me talk about abuse victims. I do feel for them. I do feel for them. But there comes a time where you have to take responsibility for your actions. You have to look at the red flags. You have to look and say, okay, this is not a good person. This person is not safe to be around. You know, I knew this, I knew this girl, um, I knew this girl and she, uh, she was, she was kind of sharing this story about how she, uh, was dating this guy and he just, he was, he was a good guy. According to her, according to her, he was a good guy. His only problem was he would drive through red lights. And I mean, he would do it, he would do it multiple times. And I remember as I said, okay, so why are you with this guy? Why do you keep getting into the car with this guy? And she said, well, he's a good guy. And I'm like, he's putting, he's putting his life in danger. He's putting your life in danger. And I said, he's putting the general public in danger. I said, this is not, I said, this is not a guy that you get with. She said, well, everyone has their flaws. And I said, you know, I said, here's the thing. There are flaws there. Everyone has something wrong with them. Everyone has a shortcoming. That's yes, that's a thing. But there are certain flaws where it's just like, you know what? No. I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna have this. Why would I give someone, let me tell you something. If I'm in the car just once with somebody and they put me in a dangerous situation, you know, they, they run a red light. I mean, here's the thing. Unless it's like a medical emergency and you're like, someone's having a heart attack, a stroke or whatever. Okay. If, if it's a medically, it's, if it's like a medical emergency, I get it. But if you're like, oh, okay, you know, we're trying to get to the movies or, you know, I just don't feel like stopping at this, at this light. Okay. That's a problem. Why would I get back in the car with someone who almost kills me? Because here's, cause remember, if your light is red, that means someone else's light is green. And so they can go. And so you can be, you can be T-boned. And that doesn't feel good at all. But I didn't want to talk about this. I mean, you just have to be smart. You have to be smart. You can't do that. Some, the truth is, some people 
regardless of their age, some people just don't know how to pick. And you, you, I'm telling guys and girls out there, learn to make better picks with who you date and who you marry. Some of the people, some people that I see together, I'm just like, especially when, and I'm not just saying going off based off looks, but I'm actually talking about, you know, knowing about these people. I'm like, okay, how could you be with this person? Because it's like, they're like, that's just not a good person. That's someone, you know, they are, they're, they're stupid. They have nothing going for them. They have no, they have no drive. They don't take care of themselves. Um, they talk down to you all the time. There just comes a point where you must take responsibility for your actions. There comes a time where you have to look at yourself and say, you know what? There is a consistent pattern here. You know, with, with my, with my lady acquaintance, you know, I thought I said, I said, okay, I said, I said, just look at your history. I said, you've had four relationships. Four relationships. All four of them have been bad. It's like, okay, that's just so, it's statistically unlikely for this to happen. It's like, you're, you're looking for, you're looking for the wrong things in guys. You have to, I mean, you have, you gotta raise your standards and you have to, you have to actually look for better dudes. Don't get with these dudes. Here's the thing. You can't really be physically abused by someone or just, or, you know, verbally abused, mentally abused. It can't really happen if you don't get with the person. Like, for example, you know, this, this girl, Georgia, she, she wouldn't be, she wouldn't, she wouldn't be seriously injured if she had just used her God-given intuition or if, or if she had just used logic, just logic. Mm. Whenever I go see this person and, you know, I have to be, I have to walk on eggshells around this person and if things go wrong. He prevents me from leaving the premises. Hmm. Okay, that puts me in danger. Okay. Once I get out of the situation, I'm not returning. But no, she didn't do that. Thank God she's okay. Now, again, we don't know the story of, of the guy. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying in this, in this scenario, let's say she isn't detailing the truth. Okay. That's just, that's just flagrant stupidity. Don't be with someone. Just don't get with someone if they're, if they are not good for you and if they are actually dangerous. It, I mean, that's just, that's just, that's literally, people may say this is offensive. I don't really think it is. And I don't, I don't care if you get offended by this because this is just survival. That's just, that's just survival. Why put yourself in deliberately dangerous situations when you don't need to? You're not a police officer. You're not a firefighter. You're not part of the military. You're just an average everyday person just going about your life. But when you get around a person, they may, it's like, okay, it's like, how many times does someone have to, you know, to hit you and punch you and talk down to you? How many times does this have to happen before you wake up? You know, I, I've, I've referenced these videos before, you know, where you have, uh, 
where there there will be women that are hitting men, and some of them are in relation. Some of them are boyfriends and girlfriends or husbands and wives. And I'm like, okay. As the woman is hitting the man, I'm like, okay. She's hitting you. That's not okay. And she's taunting you, telling you to hit her because she understands. Everyone understands legal ramifications of a man hits a woman, but not if a you know it's not the same if a woman hits a man, unfortunately. But I'm like, okay, why would you still be with this person? This person is throwing a, te- a temper tantrum. This person is physically hurting you on purpose. Why would you stay with this person? What is like? What is wrong with you in the head? Because see, here's the thing: there's forgiveness. Forgiveness is is a, is an important concept. You can forgive somebody and still get away from them. Because there's also, you know, the Bible, see here's the thing, people often say, well the Bible says turn the other cheek. That doesn't just, that doesn't mean to just let yourself be hurt. That's not what that's saying. That's not what that's saying. It's not saying to just be harmless. Harmless is not, that's not a virtue at all. That's a very, very bad thing. So, that's really all I'm going to say about this topic. Just, when, when you are, when you're finding someone, find good qualities. Look for good qualities. Have high standards. Don't just be like, oh, you know, he's funny, or she's hot, or, you know, they're smart, or, you know, they have a car, or, you know, we just really vibe together. Have some, like, seriously, you can, I can pick up a rock right now and go, and, you know, it'll hit somebody. I, I mean, I can pick up a rock, I can throw it, and it'll hit a pretty girl. They're all over the place. Is she smart? What are her goals? What are, you know, what does she want to do with her life? What are her values? Things like that, just, just important stuff. I, 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 it really just irks me when I see people in just horrible relationships. I'm like, how stupid are you? Because there comes a point where I, where I don't feel bad for the person because there, there's a certain amount of empathy that I have. I'm like, okay, you know what? This person may be going through a rough spot and they're trying to help the person through. But then there comes a time where the empathy for me cuts off and I'm like, you know what? You are just a stupid person. You're just a stupid person. Because if someone keeps on mistreating you, keeps on doing the wrong thing, deliberately, they don't care, they're reckless, they have, they have no concern about your feelings whatsoever, they have no concern about your opinion, they're mean to you, they talk down to you, they abuse you. I shared this story before. There was, there was a man, at my church, at a church that I used to go to, he was a diabetic. He already had his thumb amp. He already had his uh, his one of his thumbs was amputated. The point is, he had nine fingers, and he he was a diabetic. He knew not to eat sweets. He knew that. He knew he was not supposed to have sugar. He knew this. He knew that if he did, he would have to go to the hospital. So he would be, uh, so sometimes there, there would be meetings that we would attend 
or church services. And sometimes he just wouldn't be there. And, uh, or sometimes we would just be there and be like, you know what? He'd be like, you know, that donut, I just, I just gotta have it. And he would eat it. And lo and behold, a couple hours later, he'd have to go to the hospital. His, and he couldn't take himself. His wife had to take him. And I said, you know what? He's selfish and she's stupid. Because that is a form of abuse. The fact that you don't, you don't care about your body. You just care about the feeling that that food gives you. All you care about is the taste. Not the fact that you could die. And you don't care about your wife. You don't care about the fact that she has, you know, she has her own life. She has her job. She has her responsibilities. She has her friends. She has her activities. And she can't do that. She has to be on eggshells and pretty much be on standby because you stupidly decide to eat a donut that you know you're not supposed to have or a piece of cake that you know you're not supposed to have or a brownie or whatever. That's just flagrant stupidity on her part and it's stupidity and selfishness on his part. I'm going to say this. Sometimes it's okay to leave someone. I know I've recently talked about this, you know, someone, if someone doesn't take care of their body, it's okay to leave them. I still stand by that. And I'm going to say this. Sometimes it's okay to, it, sometimes it's okay to divorce someone. If someone is being abusive, if someone is just wrong, and they, and they are deliberately doing bad things to you and to themselves, you have every single right to leave them. Because remember, because remember, their happiness is not, their happy. this is just a quick side note. I hate when people say, oh, you know, you know, and I, I mostly hear this from women. I'm not saying that only women think this, but I'm just saying, when I, when I hear this phrase, I usually just hear it from women. And it's like, it, it, a lot, it's along the lines of, you know, you know, my happiness should be his priority. That's just the dumbest thing. That, like that that's the dumbest statement. Like it it makes no sense. It's not true. Your your job is not to make someone else happy. That's not your job. That is not your job. You are not it is isn't it is not part of your cross to bear to make sure that someone is happy. And anyone who tells you that is not a friend, and you need to get away from that person very, very quickly. Okay. Um, next thing. Um, so, this is, you know, let me say this about the debates. This is very, it's going to be very, very interesting. And I, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm going to be interested to see, you know, to, to hear how it goes. Because as I share with you, I'm not going to watch it. Um, so Trump accepts an invitation for fourth debate moderated by Joe Rogan. Let me say this. I've been rooting for this for a long time. I've always thought... I Because I, I, I thought about it before. I remember I was watching before Joe Rogan was exclusively on Spotify. I was watching Joe Rogan on... Um, you know, I'd watch him on YouTube and I'm like, you know what? I'd really like to see him moderate a debate. Because, let me say this. Joe is left-wing. I think he's more conservative now than 
he's willing to actually admit. Um, but he proclaims to be left wing, but I'm like, you know what? He's a pretty decent dude. He's a decent guy, trustworthy, very popular. You know, I let's see him do a debate. Let's see him be the moderator. I think it would go very, very well. I think it'd be very, very interesting. And Trump hasn't Trump likes the idea. President Trump welcomed the idea of a fourth presidential debate moderated by a pod, by a podcast giant Joe Rogan. Rogan floated a proposed matchup between the president and his Democratic rival Joe Biden during a recent installment of his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. First of all, I want no one else in the room, just the three of us. Rogan described how his debate would be handled to his guest, a retired UFC fighter, Tim Kennedy. Uh, and you'd have to stream it live so no one, so no one can edit it. And I would want them in there for hours. Uh, if they wanted to do that, they both wanted to come here in Austin, sit down and have a debate, I would 100% do it. And then Trump, so, uh, Tim Kennedy, uh, responded. He, he tweeted, he said, on my podcast with at Joe Rogan, he offered to moderate a debate between at Joe Biden and at real Donald Trump. It would be four hours with, with no live audience. Just the two candidates, cameras, and their vision of how to move this country forward. Who wants this? Trump enthusiastically responded, I do. The Biden campaign did not re- immediately respond to Fox News, and I don't think they will, um, because that would be an absolute nightmare for um, Joe Biden, where he has no help, and it's just Joe Rogan, Donald Trump, and himself. No, you know, just, you know, no help, no cue cards, no teleprompter, none of that. So that would be huge. Um, and I, I'm going to say this. I think there would be a whole... Let me say this. I would rather have one of these debates than these than, than other debates, you know, moderated by, you know, some other, you know, other news stations or whatever. I would totally, totally, and I would, I would, I would do all four hours of it. Absolutely, like I absolutely would do this. I would absolutely want to listen to this and, you know, invest the time in to hear it. Will Joe Biden respond? I don't think so. I would, I would actually doubt it, because let me say this: if he says, if he says, okay, yeah, let's do it. Trump has already said, yeah, I want to do it. If Joe Biden says, let's do it, oh, what's going to happen? And Joe Biden will not be able to get out of that. But I'm telling you, I mean, I mean, let me know what you guys think. Do you, would you like to see this? Because I, I think, I think that's brilliant. I would love, to, I would love to see that. I would love to see that because the mainstream media has really lost its foothold. It's really lost its, uh, it's 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 standing with people. People don't really trust it. I would I would much I would be much more comfortable and more invested in a debate where it's just Joe Rogan, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden. I would love to I would I would love that. I think I think that's awesome. And I think that's how it, I think that's how a debate should be. I've never been a fan of debates in public. I just, I don't like that because, you know, crowds can really influence stuff. And it's like, 
It, sh- it should really just be battle of the minds. That's really what it should be. Battle of the minds. So, let me know what you guys think. I would love to see this. And <laughs> let me let me say this about what uh what Joe Rogan said. Uh, the Biden campaign did not immediately respond uh, to Fox News requests for comment regarding if the former VP would agree <clears throat> to participate in such a debate, but Rogan suggested that the Democrat wasn't up for the challenge. I don't think that Biden can handle it, Rogan said during the podcast released on Friday. I mean, people get mad at me for saying this. I think there's something wrong, and I don't think that there's something wrong because I'm guessing or because I'm pro-Trump. I've seen him fall apart. Which we all have. Uh, last week, President Trump shared multiple clips from the Joe Rogan experience, including one from November 2019 when Rogan employed a less than flattering smile to describe the former vice president. Biden, to me, is like having a flashlight with a dying battery and going for a long hike in the woods, Rogan told his guest journalist Matt uh, Tabai, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, who chuckled at the comparison. It's not going to work out. It's not going to make it. I think that this is beautiful. I really think, I really would like to see this. It would be, it would be the single, just, just as a fan of podcasts, it would be the greatest podcast ever. I mean, it'd be, it would be the, it'd probably be like the most watched podcast of all time. Seriously. I would, I, I mean, I would love it. Seriously, I I really hope that this happens. Will it? I doubt it because Joe Biden, he's just... Joe Biden needs all the help he can get mentally. There's no way he's not going to be in a room where he doesn't have help. There's just... There's no way he's going to do it. Four hours? I mean, can Joe... Can Joe make it an hour? I mean, seriously... I really think we'll be able we'll be able to actually see and I think it'll be great because we'll be able to see Joe Rogan I mean we'll be able to see Donald Trump and Joe Biden side by side. They'll be able to just talk. We'll be able to actually see the battle of the minds. Okay, what are you actually trying to say? There's no interruptions, there's no commentary, it's just talking. That would be a beautiful thing. And I really think I would like to see that be in the future of presidential debates. You know, if my podcast ever got big enough, I would, you know, I'd love to do it at, for a future election. You know, I have, I have, you know, the Demo- the Democratic candidate and the Republican candidate. And just be like, okay, let's do this thing. And we just talk. I think that would be phenomenal. I'm all for this. Let me know what you guys think. And...